it's your girl, Oatmeal Brown, and I am out the box. Yes, we are just now coming off of the holiday break, Christmas, New Year's. Happy New Year to everybody. 2020 vision. Everybody is ready. They're ready for the year 2020 in the new decade. And guess what? I'm ready too because I stay ready. It's, it's me. OMB, Oatmeal Brown, always out the box. And today, like any other day, I have a very special guest. And we're going to go ahead and just have a good time on today's podcast. We're going to talk about insecurities and who doesn't have insecurities. We all have insecurities. Chop it up with my girl, Denise Niece Love. Niece Love, what's going on? Hey. <laughs> what's going on? How? I appreciate that. Welcome. I feel so special. You feel special? You should. I do. Niece I do. Love it's always is, nice to hear nice things about yourself. Definitely. I could say more, but I know you're, you don't want every. You know, you kind of uh, mysterious. You don't want everybody to know. <laughs> you know, Niece Love. Come on now, y'all already know I'm always going to show love to my grand fam or my HBCU alumni. Niece Love went to Grandma State University, but she graduated from what, FAMU? Yes, ma'am. Okay, so you know. Still grand fam to the heart. Still grand fam. That's right. All day, every day. Out there uh, working and, and doing great things that one of the universities south there in H-Town. Yes, so, indeed. You know, we're all all the way well-rounded and inclusive to all things that, you know, a lot of people can relate to. So we're going to talk about insecurities. And uh, in today's world of media, I think we can see them more than not see them. Am I wrong about that? Oh, no. It's quite evident what's going on. I mean, think about how people are constantly seeking validation. They're posting more so people can see what they're doing. Mm -hmm. As much as they may feel like, oh, I'm not worried about what the next person thinks about me. You post a picture and get no likes. And see how you feel. <laughs> right, right. Um, it's like the, uh, what's it, fake ego or false ego oh. that uh, media gives to those that may not have had uh, too much of a social life, if, for lack of better oh, words. Yeah, for sure. Prior to. So, um it can, you know, bring about uh, the look of showing your insecurities. I mean, we all have insecurities. Um, you and I, you know, we laugh about this, and I have no problem with saying it. But, you know, we were a part of the uh, Brooke Shields <laughs> Club. <laughs> <laughs> Big Oscar the Grouch. Eyebrows. eyebrows. Yes, <sighs> honey. Let me and tell now you. I wish I had those eyebrows because um, they look crazy. I still have my 90s brows <laughs> trying to get them to grow back. It is not happening. 
well, hey, I, I'm blessed and highly favored because I got mine growing in. You know, right. they, they're they kind of, you know, rough, but I'm just making it through. Making it through because I know that I am, am, I like thick eyebrows now. Before, well, I did Well, that's what's in right now. Yeah. See, back in the 90s, we needed the thin eyebrows, and right. I feel like my eyebrows feel like they're still in the 90s. Well, see, that's not it. The early 90s, we still had the Brookshire. Indeed. Right. But then. Oh, yeah, that's because we were young. Right, right. But then when it seemed like it was cool for more people um, within our culture to get them arched, you know, I'm not talking about Hollywood or people that are in magazines. I'm talking about just us, you know, every day going to school or, you know, hanging out. Um, it was, it became more. Uh, popular to get your eyebrows arched or plucked because yeah. you know more of the his- hispanic culture you really saw them they really had the thin eyebrows they've been plucking and having hecka you know uh mascara and, <laughs> and eyeliner that was thick right but not so much in our culture was it like that you know it is now but it took some years to you know for us to to, I guess, latch on or, you know, bring that as a part of our uh, female beauty tips or things that we do. Right. Um, Beauty-wise. Um, but definitely that was something that I had been insecure about was my eyebrows. <sighs> and eyebrows. I know you too. Mm-hmm. My weight. I thought I was fat. What was I thinking? Like, what would I, if I could get that body back that I thought was fat, you could not tell me nothing. Right. Why did we do that? We look at pictures and you'd be like, you know, I thought I was fat then. Until you look at your pictures now and you'd be like, no, I really wasn't fat then. No. No, you know we, that that old body that we thought was fat was super goals, right? Super Go- goals, super goals, super goals. So what what is it within ourselves that we don't like something about ourselves, or we want to change it? Um, can it? If you think, do you think it's uh? internal or do we see things and we say hey I like that I don't like mine or me or what what is it what is it like it's it's natural to want to improve and grow and progress um where it becomes unhealthy is if you're facing these insecurities on other people's views and, and, you know, trying to get validation, trying to impress, Um, you know, it's always difficult as women, we are always susceptible to what the media puts out as standards of beauty, especially black women, Mm -hmm. you know, and not to say that, you know, it's, I don't even, I can't even really say especially black women because if you try to put yourself in in other cultures' 
choose, they experience it as well. Right. Their whole standard of beauty, rail thin, blonde hair, blue eyes, big, now it's big lips. You know, it's still a slimness Mm -hmm. because they're not accepting the thick girls. Um, That's, you know, that, that, that standard of beauty went away eons ago. And maybe within our own culture, it's a little bit different. But overall, what you see and what's presented to you regularly on television um, and in the media is a smaller woman, a slimmer woman. You know, even if she has some size on her, she's still fairly small. Mm-hmm. And this is why people were making such a big deal about Lizzo, because she embraced all of these things. And she said, love me, and that's that. And I really don't care what you think. Right. And a lot of people tore her down about it. And they tried to make light of what her message was. Mm-hmm. And regardless of the, the shenanigans that she pulled, it was a good message. Right. You know, I'm not worried about what the next person's thinking about me. I love me. Right. Right. And I feel like more people should embrace that. Hard, but it, I mean, it's you. You do better with yourself. You feel better about yourself. You love yourself more. Mm-hmm. You know, I um, today's just the the whole media outlet thing. I mean, I always come back to that because it has a massive influence on everybody: kids, adults, old people. Doesn't matter. It does. It doesn't have an age limit, and it doesn't have a culture. It, Absolutely. it is definitely a, a society thing. It's not just a, you know, it's not just zoned in on one particular type of person. And, you know, before we didn't have as much to look at. You know what I'm saying? And, right. and then there's no boundaries. People don't know boundaries anymore. So, you know, they'll look at a celebrity, you know, and they'll follow them on social media. You know, I follow some celebrities on social media, but I'm old enough and I am knowledgeable enough and wise enough to know that this is what they do for a living. You know what I'm saying? They they take pictures. They do print ads. You know what I'm saying? They're in movies. They're, you know, in videos. They're on television. They're, that's their thing. And in that world, there's a lot of makeup. You know, there's wigs. There's weaves. There's um, all type of things. There is more, they're more susceptible to have high fashion. You know? Right. That is them that is that's that that's the standard for that industry but that is not the standard for everyday <laughs> people right and because of you know the world of social media in the way a technology is now you, you see that you see everybody and you see people trying to you know be those those images but you don't do what they do for a living. Correct. And, and it doesn't always belong to them. And you have to also factor in Photoshop. 
Right. There's Photoshop. <laughs> there's, I mean, in pictures. Product placement. Right. Endorsement. Professional and, pictures. And they have professional cameras or lighting or whatever because that is for them. This is what they do. But if that's not what you do, but you're emulating that down to, okay, I want a flat stomach and a big booty. So I'm going to go get the surgery, whatever surgery is it is. I don't know because that's not, I don't know. That's not my lane. I'm not against anyone getting surgery, but I've seen people that, you know, that they're not in that industry. That's not the work they do. And they are Photoshopping and they are, I mean, to death. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like there's, but kids and they have, I mean, just the whole gamut of things now creates anybody who gets sucked in to, you know, get trapped up in filters. You know what I'm saying? Trapped up in all this. I didn't even realize you could filter videos now. I'm thinking what in the world, who is, who is this person in real life? And then you feel like this person now has to do this in order to feel like they look beautiful. Right. Online or they want a certain look or, you know, this is what's popular. This is what it is. Right. And it's kind of, I mean, it's fun, but if you're, you know, it's, you don't record or take a photo without a filter, it can be problematic. Right. Right. And it, it's it's desensitizing. A lot of stuff, excuse me, is desensitized. And then the boundaries, like boundaries don't exist for everybody. And so this is why you have all these debates and all these, that's your opinion, that's your opinion. You know, you're attacking me. I can do what I want to do, but what happened to boundaries? You know what I'm saying? Everybody has different boundaries. Everybody has different morals and values. And it's like the real authentic values. It's like people want to erase those things or don't want to talk about it to, you know, explain what it really is. So, you know, in turn, it's like more and more insecurities have happened to people, to kids, to, you know, uh, adults, men, and women because of the visuals that they're seeing of other people. I agree. You know, some of it is true for some people. Some of it, some of it is false. You know, some of it is catfish. Some of it is fake. But some of it is real. And I don't think they're recognizing when it is real, you know, what these people do for a living who they are and why it's it's it was that way. Right. You know, for me, I'm gonna say, yeah, it is Hollywood to mm-hmm. uh have your face beat and made up because you're on TV. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're being you're filmed, in, you're being photographed. Right. You're in the magazines. You know? Yeah, the paparazzi might catch you. If you have you cool with, you know, hey, looking cool and 
have nothing on your face one day and they catch you cool. But I can understand why they may more so wear, you know, uh, the makeup and things that they do because of what they do for a living. It's worse. I mean, if you think about how things used to be, you never saw, you might catch on a, a whim and it was all in those uh, scandal magazines and, and where you would see, oh, this, look at what she looks like without makeup. Now people can't go anywhere <laughs> because there's a constant, everyone has a camera. Right. Everyone. And everyone is into social media. Mm-hmm. Everyone is itching to post a picture of someone, especially somebody famous. Right. Just to say, look at this person. And I would, listen, I'm, I'm all about, I'm for what Tupac said. You can give me the money and keep that fame. Right. I'm, I'm simple. I, I'm, I'm simple. Definitely. I don't, I don't need that fame. That, that fame is horrible. And that life is difficult. And I feel like it has, made things 10 times worse in a sense where you have kids are being so basically a lot of people get picked on because they have things about themselves that they don't like and that's what feeds their insecurity Mm -hmm. and it's so much worse and more prevalent because you have kids picking on you you have kids now recording you you have kids bullying and getting said that that horrible nasty those nasty ways are being fed because now they have an audience Mm -hmm. and the same child that may not have been happy with how they look it's 10 times worse imagine how much faster michael jackson would have looked like michael jackson that when he passed if the social media existed when he was younger he was already insecure about his nose and all of those things he right. had the ability to be able to go in and say, I don't I wanna change what I look like. Right, right. At a young age. And if doesn't, you know, if it made him feel better about himself, then so be it. But now it becomes it's it, it gets it, it feeds all you you just keep feeding this this horrible, oh now I don't like this and now I don't like that and now right. I don't like this and I have the ability to change these things and now you become somebody that you don't even recognize. Right. Right. Don't feel better about yourself. Right. Because he wasn't happy. If you see, you know, you feel like all people say, oh, if they do it because it makes them happy. Does it? But then what's really the true definition of of what's the blueprint? There is no blueprint. You know what I'm saying? You are your own blueprint. So, um, if you have big lips, okay, there's somebody out there that wants big lips. You know what I mean? But you got big lips, but there's somebody that wants big lips. You may not want want your big, right. You might not want the big lips. Somebody over here got little lips and want big lips. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's like, you know, embracing what who you are. I don't have, there's nothing wrong with enhancements. And what I mean with enhancements, I wear eyelash extensions, right? But sometimes I don't, but I more so wear them when I know I'm going to be on camera or I'm going to take a picture because without the lashes and you're going to, and you're, and you're 
on camera. Like you got to have a bunch of makeup on to be on camera. Yeah. Because of the lighting. Like the whole idea of wigs and makeup is based in theater. Right. Because you're being seen, you're being filmed, you you have you have an audience of people viewing you, so your features have to be emphasized. Right. And now I feel like people think they have to do this because it's so popular now. That's what um, I'm saying. It it's come it where it evolved from, what its original intent. You know, now that's why I say everybody walks around and I'm being general when I say that wanting to be Hollywood. And I'm saying that because Hollywood or, you know, it could be New York. It doesn't matter. It could be Atlanta. I'm just talking about right when I say Hollywood is because that is what you had to do for camera. Like, um, like I said, you know, previously and Mm -hmm. wearing wigs were for performers and actresses, you know, or even video vixens. It's all in the same. That's all in the entertainment industry. All that. The, all so the, because from, from theater. You're right. You can't. You know, if you're if you're on a set, and especially our hair, our type of texture of hair, all that um, hairspray and teasing between your scenes and cut and scene and they're buffing your face and fixing it, you know what I'm saying, and primping your hair and spraying spray on it. Of course your hair is going to break out. It's going to break off. You're going to have issues. You know, then you might have some little strays, but then when you have a wig or you have a weave, it's a whole lot better. You don't have to worry about it because it's not messing with your hair. Right. And I just don't see these conversations happening to help um, our youth because it's like they didn't have a chance. You know, I've gone to high schools, you know, I do my um, my recruiting and things of that nature for uh, college. And um, almost all the young ladies I've seen had lashes on. And almost all of them had weaves and uh, wigs. Some of them didn't have no edges on the side. You know, they're not going to have a chance to have edges. Because... They're not appreciating their youth. But they, they don't... don't understand how beautiful they are with the youth. Right. But and their visuals... It's like, girl... Of what, you know, this is the generation. Their visuals of what they're exposed to is they do what they see. So we did what we saw too, though. That's it's true. just the the beauty standards were um, and examples were a little different, you know. So we, you know, we were exposed to curls and leisure curls, baby, and get you a perm. You know, you was you mm-hmm. was there wasn't no press no more, no press and blowout. Uh, you can get a perm, you can get a curl. You know, of course, we all had you know braids has been out been forever um but the different types of braids which still could pull out your hair and pull out your sides but i begged my mom to get a perm (laughs) i was 16 and i wanted that was a huge insecurity because i had poofy hair Mm -hmm. poofy hair 
and it's it was not cute. I didn't look like my peers. Everybody was just nicely groomed, and you know, and so I begged, I begged, and my mom told me, "You're gonna ruin your hair," and I just, I didn't care. Mm-hmm. Right. I should have went right in there. The second she said. You're going to ruin your hair. That means it's your choice now. Don't come crying when it's done. And I, you couldn't, I couldn't get my hair permed fast enough. And sure enough, what happened? Mm-hmm. Burnt my good hair out. <laughs> Destroyed my curl pattern. You know, it's like, but I was happy. My right. hair looked good. Because we were reckless. <laughs> You know, you didn't really know what type of damage it could actually do to your right. scalp. You know, you weren't supposed to put perm on your hair if you scratched. We were putting perm on our hair even though we scratched, you know. And right. so then, you know, later on in life, you deal with different types of hair issues and scalp issues that we don't know. Okay, did it come from being reckless and not knowing? Or is it some type of, okay, because you're getting older and your hormonal type of issues? I mean, like, what is it? You know what I'm saying? Uh, Is it because you're wearing wigs? Is it because you're wearing weaves? What is this that's going on? But as we're speaking now, sometimes it creates more insecurity. Agreed. You know? And I, as I, you stated, I like, it could create more right. insecurity, you know, because my edges then came out on the side before, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> from, you know, braids or, um, but I didn't wear braids because I was insecure. I wore braids because I like braids. You know, I like right. different types of hairstyles, but just even in having the different types of hairstyles, um, my hair has come out in certain places. So then that causes the insecurity of having your hair out because it's not right to you. And then Makes the vicious sense. cycle begins. Right. The vicious cycle begins. And so, you know, um, insecurities, something that we all have even though some people may say that they don't they may still have them absolutely and it could be from anything right your family your upbringing your current uh position in life your own home situation your work situation relationships body images, um, how you, because everyone's always in, you're always in your head. Mm-hmm. Right. You're always I in your like head. I feel like it's gotten easier as I've gotten older to be more appreciative of things and more, you know, talk yourself off the ledge, mm-hmm. you know, where you focus on and you, you focus on these things that you don't like about yourself and you learn as you get older, I can change these things. Right. Or it's not that serious. Mm -hmm. I'm bugging out. I'm tripping off of something that is insignificant because I'm a good person. I have all these wonderful things going for myself. 
I don't need to be so much focused on this. Or the fact that as you get older, you care less about what other people think. Because right. a lot of the securities come from outside influence. Mm-hmm. What you feel like other people are thinking about. Right. You become more self-aware. I am who I am. And it's hard because, you know, you have a lot of young people who haven't learned that yet. Mm-hmm. They're still figuring themselves out. And it's detrimental to growth. If you're constantly focusing on the negative. Right. Instead of being focused on the positives. And it's true. Once you get older, I know the older I've gotten, the more I could care less. Now, I care in the sense of, you know, I don't want to be a bad influence. Okay. (laughs) I really don't. I don't want to be a bad influence. So I care about certain things that I may do because I'm imperfect. I don't want my imperfections or certain things that I do to be an influence. I don't want it to influence anyone because it's my imperfection. So I try to, you know, keep that out of an environment or atmosphere where it could actually influence someone. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, it does. You know, and, other than and that, that part, I, I I understand more or less. When I say you don't care, I should say you don't care about other people's opinions that about who you are as a person or the things that you do. Right. Um, it your you should never really you know other people's opinions is none of your business. Right, exactly. And nine times out of ten, when people have these type of opinions about you, they're also insecure about certain Right. This is a part of where bullying and things like that come from. Right, right. You know, so, of course, you should always want to be a good influence on people. And, you know, no one says to go out and just be the super role model of the world. But in certain instances, sure, you're not coming out here and you're not being reckless because you know that there's people, look, there are the youth that are looking at you and looking up to you. Right. I feel like it's the, the not caring part is for those people who are judging mm-hmm. or making assumptions or, you know, they have their own situations and deal that and insecurities that they are dealing with, so they, they need something to um, project on. Right, projecting it you. off on you. Right. Indeed. And you broke it down so eloquently there. Did I say that right? Eloquently. Yeah, elo- <laughs> eloquently. I want to thank you for enlightening being a part of and and giving your experiences and your thought and your wisdom on the topic of insecurities, hopefully, which I know beyond a shadow of a doubt, we have spoken on some things that will enlighten and also give someone a different perspective, an out-the-box perspective of, you know, 
their insecurities and uh, the society and what's deemed beauty or what's deemed good or not. You know, we were all made perfectly in God's image. So love yourself. And love yourself is not just about, loving yourself is not just about um, the outside. It's about the inside as well. And even getting in the mirror of those things, those negative thoughts and those negative things and those ways that get in your way from being the best that you can be and being great. Because we all have the opportunity to be great. No matter what you look like. Fat, skinny, medium, <laughs> tall, short, midget. You know what I mean? It doesn't it doesn't matter. Nineties brows. Nineties <laughs> brows. The early nineties or the late nineties, because you know. The early nineties. No, late these late late nineties brows. I don't have those no more. My niece told me one day when my niece was like, Auntie. Will you grow your eyebrows back? I was like, what? You know what I mean? You know how when the younger, she was younger then, but she was right. And when she said that, I grew them back out. From that late 90s brow look, the thin brow look, I grew them back out. Because she was like, auntie, you need to grow your eyebrows back. And that's when it triggered within myself. So the truth can set you free sometime, right? The truth in love. The truth in love. So I want to thank you, Niece Love, because it's the truth in love (laughs) for being... I appreciate you sharing your faith with me. Oh, anytime, anytime you'll have to come back so we can have some more girl talk chat about these things that we go through and, you know, others go through in this world. So, you know, we've got someone, you've got somebody out there that understands what you're going through. But you're still great, wonderful, beautiful, or handsome. Well, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. Hope you enjoyed it. You're enlightened. And you got another out-the-box perspective. So I'm going to sign off. It's your girl, O-M-B, O-M-B, Brown. And that was Out the Box.